Hey listeners, welcome to the High Performance Clip of the Week. We are chatting with Paolo Tiramani. He is the founder of a $3 billion startup called Boxable. Boxable is a company that has built literally foldable homes that can be transported to a piece of property, unfolded within an hour or so, hooked up to electricity, and includes everything inside that home. Elon Musk actually bought one of these, and he uses it at the Starlink headquarters. So in this clip, Paulo talks about what it requires as a leader to handle the rapid growth or scaling of a company. And we've seen this with Boxable. It scaled incredibly fast to the $3 billion mark in just a few years. And on this clip, Paulo highlights some of the things that he has found that is essential to handle that growth as a leader throughout this time period. Let's hop into it with the founder of Boxable, Paulo Tiramani. In regards to, to speed of growth, Paulo, um, I see a lot of entrepreneurs that for whatever reason, they just have a hard time handling the growth of their companies and almost to like where they're the bottleneck, the company could grow much faster if they got out of their own way, if they got the right people and in, in there to help them out. Sometimes their just mentality around uh, business and business growth can't handle, you know, the growth that they're, they're having. And it's sad to see because uh, a lot of times they could go so much farther and they really hold themselves back. And I'm curious, like, you know, you've, you guys have had a massive amount of growth in the past couple of years, any tips or recommendations to the entrepreneurs out there on how to handle rapid growth as a leader of a company? Oh my God, that is such a great question. And I'll, I'll give a postscript at the end about, you know, what, what our plans are, but, uh, yeah, ab absolutely. And I think the two fundamental things are. Uh, if, if you find yourself in a position where your company is scaling very quickly, you need brutal honesty. You need brutal, brutal honesty. You need introspection. You need to be able to honest with your team around you and you need to encourage, you know, people can be kind of scared of you, you know, to, to speak to you frankly. And you have to encourage uh, that. Uh, so we have a whole philosophy of that that comes out of, you know, R&D and, and creation sort of philosophy. So you have to be brutally honest. Uh, number one. And number two, you can't give up. Okay. I mean, most, most people fail because they give up, <laughs> yeah. you know, so you hear never, ever, ever give up. You just got to, you know, I liken it to this. You just put <laughs> your head against that wall and you just keep pushing. So you need to be brutally honest and you have to never give up. Uh, and then sort of diving into some of those subsets and what that means is, you know, everybody's got their skill sets, right? Nobody's good at everything. And we're all horrifically flawed. You have to really look at that and say, you know what? Just because I'm building this, just because I'm driving the bus, doesn't mean that I am suddenly an expert yeah. in marketing or automotive style production line. And just because I'm sitting at the head of the table doesn't mean that I'm right or people should do, you know, what I say. So I think you just, just take, have, have to really take a breath and, and just do those things and, and get the support. And for entrepreneurs that are used to doing everything from, you know, making the coffee to making the copies or whatever it, whatever else, it does require an adjustment. It does require an adjustment. And it's really a month by month adjustment of uh, a reassessment of roles. You know, I may have been called a control freak in the past. I'm not sure <laughs> I heard that somewhere or not. Uh, 
it's more of a first principle thing, not a control thing, but you know, you, you have to build those teams and you have to say, you know what, I'm going to get the most brilliant guy I can. I'm going to put him in. He's going to have a half a dozen people reporting to him. And I'm going to talk to him maybe once a week and I have to hire the right guy. And that's, that's a skill set I may or may not have uh, in terms of interviewing and things like that. So that's just, you know, one example. And then I think the other, the other example, and you see this with companies out there, you know, uh, is when it's time to, to let go of the reins, right? So for Galliano and I, we're absolutely not there. You know, fuck off. I'm holding the reins. Galliano's holding the reins. Leave us alone. We're doing a wonderful, wonderful job. There is a point at which that won't be the case, right? So right. we're the entrepreneurs. We're growing the thing. And we genuinely believe we're the best people for the job and we want. If we didn't think that, we, we, we would make a change and get in additional management. I do think that there is a point that the company, to, I don't know when that happens, uh, still super, super early days. We're on the path to the on-ramp. <laughs> yeah, we're not even on the on-ramp, not on the launch pad, you know, we're way before that. Yeah. So we've got a ways to go. But there comes a point when these foundational principles are all developed and installed and we have the three sizes of building shell, configurations, uh, the software, all of the infrastructure, uh, the financing, the configurability for customers, empowering customers, you know, vertically integrating a lot of the resources from, from the electronic to the, to the physical and scoping out the architecture of the whole system. And everybody knows our name. At that point, we become a massive, massive logistics company. And yeah. I don't think Galliano and I will have the significant interest and all-consuming passion that we have today. Yeah. I know for sure I will. I've, for sure I won't. So do, do we exit? Do we take Do we take a board position? But we will not be the bottle. And we've spoken about this. We will not be, you know, the bottleneck for the company. It's really a little too early mm. for us to, to think about that. You know, Galliano likes creation of businesses in the sort of the Wild West end of the business space. And this is for sure one of those. I'm basically you know, a guy with a box of crayons that likes to design stuff. <laughs> They're really nice colors, very edible. And, you know, um, I don't know what my, my level of interest is at that point. I do the CDO duties and I do them passionately, but they're certainly not my first passion. You know, I get off on inventing stuff. And when yeah. it's invented, I actually lose interest quite, quite rapidly. So to answer your question more concisely, I think there is a time when founders move on. If you look historically, Google did it famously. Bryn and Sergey, I don't, I don't know, know them, but they, they hired Schmidt. I think it was Schmidt did a good, good job for a while there. Mm -hmm. um, Jobs, due to his own mortality, unfortunately, hired probably the most epic, in my opinion. I mean, multi-talented, but his core is logistics and Tim Cook. And I mean, what a staggering foresight right. Jobs had to hire Tim Cook, not as a, as, as a swashbuckling innovator, but as a, a staggeringly competent steward of the company. I mean, it, it really was mind-blowing foresight. So there are some very public examples. So I don't believe we will be the bottleneck, but while we ride through the Wild West of the explosive sort of atomic growth that we're seeing, I, I think my partner and I, pretty good stewards ourselves for the time being so there you have it you guys 
Paulo highlights some of the most important things for rapid growth in a massive company. I think even for the smaller companies, these are great points to highlight. No matter what stage of growth you're at, brutal honesty is always essential. You can't quit. If you're going to build a successful company, you can't quit. Just because you're the leader doesn't mean you know what you're talking about or doesn't mean you're the right person that is in there doing the job. I have noticed a common theme amongst the people that have built billion-dollar companies. They all were really great at building high-performing teams, bringing incredible leaders on the team to scale the company. And last but certainly not least, they recognize when it's time for them to leave. So I want to leave you guys with this. How are those points playing out with a business that you're growing? Are you brutally honest? Do you have the endurance to not give up? Do you have the right leaders in place? Are you building a high-performance team? And when it's time to bow out, when do you think that moment will be? If you guys want to check out the full episode, it is episode number 547 with Paulo Terramani, a $3 billion startup that created Elon Musk's unfoldable house. Great interview. Highly recommend it. And if you like what you're hearing and want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review, share with your friends. See you on the next episode, guys. Bye.